Hey, real estate besties. Today is Tuesday. And around here, that means that we are answering your burning questions. Now, I don't care if it's about a deal that you're working, just a question on how to organize something in your business, or if you just want to dish with your good real estate bestie, I am here to answer your questions. Now, if you have a question, head on over to rosemarylewis.com forward slash ask, and you'll be able to leave a voicemail and I will answer your question on the podcast. Let's get into our question for today. Hey, besties. Okay. Today's Q&A comes from Veronica in my DMs. Look, Veronica said, I'm not leaving y'all a voicemail. I'm just going to get in the DMs. And her question is, how do I have a conversation with a seller when we need to reduce the price, but they are reluctant? Let the church say amen. (laughs) Okay, listen, I know that especially if you have found yourself quite often on the buyer side of the transaction that listing seems so sexy and fun. And I will be 100% honest, like listing, definitely there is some truth to the you list, you last, but there is a different set of expectations when you are working with sellers. And one of those things is that the way we craft these conversations We just have to be very, very careful on how we're having these conversations. Now, I'm not saying that to scare you because here's the thing. In life, whether you're in real estate or not, we got to get comfortable having difficult conversations. And I think that most often we fail in communicating by avoiding or not really knowing how to have these conversations head on. And in the current market, it is inevitable, right? That first of all, I don't know about your experience, but in my experience with interest rates being the way they are and, you know, with a lot of the things that are going on, it just looks a lot different for sellers. Right. And especially for sellers who are coming with the expectation that some kind of way we are still in 2021 where the houses are flying off the shelves. That is just not every situation. So I have a few pointers when having the price reduction conversation, but my first pointer is gonna come even before you get to the point of having to actually reduce the price. When you are taking a listing, okay, hear me and hear me good. When you are taking a listing, when you are marketing yourself to the seller as their direct point of contact, their go-to person to get the home sold, I need us to do a really good job of properly setting the expectation. And part of that, okay, is even having the price reduction conversation at the listing appointment. Okay, I know some of y'all are like, wait, I don't even want to talk to them about reducing the price. I'm trying to get the deal, but go with me here. I recently listed a home and when I was taking the listing and, you know, the sellers and I were talking about pricing, I'm going to tell y'all, like, quite honestly, these are the best sellers in the world because they wanted to list at a price lower than my suggested list price. But because I studied the market, because I had detailed conversations with other agents that have pending listings because I have taken the time 
to have conversations with my lenders about, okay, and that's something else, like with my preferred lenders that I know are doing frequent deals, I want to, I want to know, like, what kind of contracts are you seeing? Are you seeing seller concessions? Are you seeing the prices be reduced? Like, what trends are you seeing with buyers? My suggestion to my sellers, we were not overpricing the home, but my suggestion was, I really do feel like we will probably land somewhere close to where you all were suggesting and we were only about 10,000 apart. But I told them the comps and their updates, everything that I'm looking at, it supports, it more than supports the price that I am suggesting that we list at. So my higher listing price was not overpricing the home. I want to make that very, very clear, right? We were still pricing a little bit below market. I said, but because I understand, and I didn't even, I actually took it off of me because of all of this data that we have gathered. This is what I know about buyers in the marketplace where you're looking at right now. They're looking for a deal, right? And and they're going to be looking for some sort of flexibility, but our price will still, I believe, will get them in the door. And we talked that thing through, but in that conversation, I said, and ultimately, I'll be honest with you, what we're experiencing in market right now, going from 2% interest rates to, you know, 7% interest rates and houses were flying off the market. Now they're staying longer. Like, quite honestly, every neighborhood is looking a little different and the market will respond to us. So this is my suggestion. And when I laid out my suggestion to them, I shared with them a specific amount of time. If we don't get this amount of showings and if we don't get this response in this amount of time, you know, the market would have responded to us. And a lot of times price is the indicator, right? We will look at our additional feedback, but I want you to know that if price is the indicator, then at that time we will revisit where we are priced in our marketing strategy and we may have to make some adjustments. So I did all of that to set the expectation for them right up front to expect that if the market is not performing in the way that we are supposed to, if we're not getting the feedback and the showings, that we will have a pricing conversation. And I have that pricing conversation at every listing appointment, right? And I think that that is crucial because if we just sit there and we've all done it, like I literally had a listing not too long ago where you couldn't have told me that it, you know, it wouldn't have sold for the list price, but the market responded differently, right? But if I would have told my clients in that listing appointment that I absolutely know that the house is gonna sell for this and not setting that expectation that based on the market activity, we may have to adjust, then it would have been a disaster when I did need to have the conversation for a price adjustment, okay? So get into the habit of having those conversations up front. Now, when you do, okay, so that that's like at the listing appointment, but let, let's just say now it's time to have that conversation. My number one rule, y'all, is we don't have tough conversations via text, okay? My husband better not text me talk about we need to talk. No, sir, you better pick up the phone, right? Because when we send a text when we you know kind of take the quote-unquote easy way out what that ends up doing is that that leaves a lot of room for interpretation and it can cause undue angst and anxiety with your seller so always 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 pick up the phone now you can send a text and say hey you know we are at day 21 
I just want to take a moment just so we can review kind of what our feedback has been. And of course, you've talked to them numerous times before this. But, you know, like we need to take a moment. I want to talk through our feedback, what I'm noticing in market, you know, the new data that's available to us that wasn't available on day one when we listed. And then let's talk about our marketing efforts going forward. You got five minutes today, right? I think it's okay to like just say, hey, send a text, just giving them a synopsis of what we want to talk about. Now, I'm not going to text and say, hey, I need to talk to you about a price reduction, right? Did you notice? Hey, I want to talk to you. I want to bring up the feedback. We're going to talk about our marketing efforts, you know, we're, and I'm going to give them a summary of everything that we have done, right? I'm going to talk to you about the open houses. I'm going to talk to you about the reverse prospecting. I'm going to talk to you about the feedback that everyone, you know, who has walked the home loves it, but they don't love that the master bedroom is not downstairs versus, versus upstairs, right? I'm going to bring my clients into the feedback and the reality and the facts. And then we're going to talk about what do we think will make sense going forward, okay? And then in that conversation, I think that the biggest thing that we want to do is to not tell them what we think, but to present the data from market, right? Present the actual feedback. We want to present, hey, before, like in the time that we listed, okay, this is what has happened. Your neighbor over on 123 Main Street, you know, just a block over, you know, they actually have one less bathroom than us, but an extra bedroom. They went under contract or they came to market. They're, they're not under contract yet, but this is their price. They are now our competition. And now we need to respond to that, right? So really, really giving them the facts and backing up your thought process, not what you think, but here is the thought process based on the factual information. And this is what my suggestion is in order to get the home sold. And then oftentimes too, y'all, we have to take our sellers and bring them into the mind of a buyer and what the buyer is seeing, because the buyer is also looking at these facts and from those facts, that is where they are making the decisions, okay? So making sure that we are taking, and number one, we're, we're having this pricing conversation, the possibility of it before we even list. Number two, we, we promise we are not going to have tough conversations via text. And then we're going to take away what we think and we're going to really talk about what we have learned since we have been on the market. And then here is the last thing. I need you all to know and be very, very clear in that conversation what your marketing efforts have been because we don't want our sellers to ever feel like, okay, her only solution or his only solution is to reduce the price, which ultimately affects their bottom line more than anything. You need to be able to share, okay, this is, you know, how we've marketed. This is how I've reverse prospected. These are the ads that we've run. These are the conversations that I've had with colleagues, right? This is the feedback that we've gotten. Here are my feedback attempts. This is what I've studied you know, with other homes in the area so that now you are demonstrating your, not only your competence, but you are demonstrating your value even in this tough scenario, okay? And the reality is, you know, it's not 2021 anymore, right? We all look like rockstar real estate agents calling our clients and saying, hey, you're gonna get 50,000 over list. Now we're calling to say, hey, we need to reduce by 15, okay? So 
we have to go into these conversations with a little bit more confidence. Having the the actual numbers will help back you up. But also don't don't be afraid to put on a hype song, right? Like don't go into a timid. Don't, oh, what do you think? No, go in. Okay. And, and my suggestion is that, you know, we consider reducing the price to this number. Why? Why did I choose this number? Well, or am I suggesting this number? Here's why. Because buyers pre-approvals, they, number, they normally come in this dominant denomination. This is what's happening in your neighborhood. Like really, really giving them factual information to help them come to a decision. So besties, I know that this was a little bit more lengthy. Please feel free to go back and listen to this episode because I'm pretty sure there were some things that I said that you might be like, hmm. So if you're driving and you need to stop it, write that down, go back, write it down, listen to it again, because it is inevitable, right? That when you get on the listening side, we're gonna have to have some of these pricing conversations or even if you get an offer that's lower than list price, right? We will have to have these conversations and really bring your clients into the fold of what's going on. So hope this was helpful and I'll talk to you soon. Okay, besties, have you heard? We have a private Facebook group Yay! Look, cue the confetti because we are over here growing the real estate bestie community with our Facebook group. So I want you to hop on over to rosemarylewis.com forward slash Facebook so that you can join it because guess what? That's what we're missing. We are missing you and we are waiting and welcoming you with open arms. So let's talk about what you can get. We are going to develop relationships with other peers in the industry. We're going to support and encourage each other and give valuable resources, just a sounding board where we can grow our businesses together. So again, head on over to rosemarylewis.com forward slash Facebook and get in the real estate bestie community today.